Lomiva. My name is Lando Lomiva, and I'm your host for the Itoako podcast. It is a podcast about Filipinos and their struggles and about our culture and experiences. And we're here to talk about them and share them with everyone under the sun. So please take a seat back and enjoy the ride. All right, everyone, welcome back to the podcast today the podcast my name is lando villanueva and i'm here i am joined by aj villaluz she is a filipino born well born in the philippines i would assume and um and uh she is an australian you know been living in australia since she was 14 and we're kind of here to talk about her experiences as a Filipino living in Australia. AJ, welcome to the podcast. Hi, Lendo. Thank you so much for having me here. It's really an honor. Oh, no, 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 no. Thank you so much. Like, thank, you, thank you for even, like, wanting to to do this podcast. You know, it's 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 something that I'm just starting, and I'm, I'm, I really appreciate the feedback that I've gotten uh, for the past week. It's, it's crazy. It's just, it's just sort of been a week. But um, yeah. Uh, so starting off for my first question is, um, how was your childhood? What was your childhood like? Okay, so I was born in the Philippines, like mid nineties, um, and grew up there. Um, so my mom was a stay-at-home mom, and then my dad, he was um, a seafarer, so he he was a ship engineer still is um and you know i had a happy childhood i was you know surrounded by a lot of relatives spent a lot of time with my mom's side of the family um i went to school there pretty much up until the middle of high school um and i studied in obi montessori in green hills actually um and then we moved to australia in 2010 so um, i was 14 at the time um, but you know, it was it was a big shift. Um, you miss a lot of your relatives moving, but also at the same time, it was very exciting um, right. because you know you're going to a new place and you have your main family anyway, so you know you still feel very secure. Um, but yeah, it was an interesting shift though. So when when you went to to Australia, you're what age again? I was fourteen. Yeah. So, uh, what was the culture like, and how how different is it from from Filipino culture? Because I, I I know it's been like very difficult for me too. I moved here when I was ten years old, and I really you know don't don't I didn't know anyone, and I, mm-hmm. I couldn't imagine with you also like uh, moving to Australia, especially me. I don't even know anything about Australia other than Chris Hemsworth. <laughs> yeah, no, we, uh, we, yeah, he's like one of our biggest exports, right? <laughs> that, that hotness. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> but moving to Australia, so when we first moved, um, we moved first to Sydney, and so I went to um, year nine there. Um, it was a bit of a culture shock because there were a lot of, it was a very multicultural school. So there were a lot of different kinds of Asians. There's obviously Caucasian people, um, and also like Middle Eastern people as well. Um, so it was just like a whole mix. And um, it this 
the way that school was run was different as well. Like you had to go to, you don't have the same classes as everybody. So, um, you know, that wasn't the same in the Philippines, right? In the Philippines, when I went to school, it's like you, you go to all your classes together as a whole class. Like you pretty much stay in the same classroom, whereas this one you, you know, walk down the halls in between periods to go to your next class and whatnot. Um, surprisingly enough, um, I actually didn't experience like racism or ill will, uh, possibly because it was just a very multicultural school. Um, like there's, it's very difficult to, you know, throw out, you know, a, a, an other kind of like yeah. um, phenomena because everybody is just so different. And, you know, I think that's Australia as a whole, like Australia is very multicultural. Um, but yeah, we eventually moved to um, the state of Victoria and Melbourne in itself is um, as multicultural as Sydney can be. Oh, okay. Um, so with, 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 with growing up with all these different cultures, did you once never um, like questioned your identity then? You know, since you were like uh, growing up with all these different uh, cultures, um, did you ever feel you did you ever feel like you were the other or or no? Like 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 no, I'm I'm I am Filipino and, and I'm proud of. Um, I knew I was um, like I was very proud of being Filipino, um, but then at the same time. So um, I guess, especially as I got older and I started forming my own like views and opinions, especially when, like going through university and whatnot, um, I guess I, you know, try to balance the two different cultures that I'm existing in. So my family is still very Filipino and still, you know, uh, my mom is more conservative than I am. <laughs> um, but then at the same time, I'm, you know, living in a world where in, living in a space wherein it you know you do have those western values as well so you know finding a balance between the two was a bit difficult um and sometimes it has been a source of conflict like you're you know sometimes you um i get told by my family that you know maybe you're taking a bit more of a western attitude towards things um and i guess i just when I was, you know, a young adult, when I was probably 20, 21, you know, that, that was, um, like, more painful to handle. But I think I've gotten into that state of equilibrium wherein I'm more comfortable handling and accepting that I am a product of two different cultures and, you know, be able to have those two th different things coexist at the same time. Oh, um. Yeah, that's 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 so true. Cause you know, for for me too, um, I my my mom really tried to you know instill a lot of Filipino you know values in me. I still say you know opo, and I, I still you know uh, get uh, like uh, get get my 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 Lola's hand and the my elders' hands and do a manopo. So is that some? Do you still do like the cultural? Filipino things at home oh. with family? Yeah, for sure. Like uh, whenever I talk to my mom, she actually has a rule now that um, if you're talking to her as much as possible, talk in Tagalog. So I'm still very fluent in Tagalog. Um, and I'll say po and opo and, you know, um, 
um, if I still eat a lot of Filipino food, uh, I guess that's actually one of my complaints with Melbourne. Like I love Melbourne, but like the the Filipino food is only starting to boom like very recently. So like I've been living in Melbourne by myself for like seven years now, okay. and and like the first first four years of that, it was so difficult to find Filipino food, and I didn't know how to cook. When I was young, <laughs> so, so it was a struggle. And my mom actually had to like um, every time I visit home, she would like cook a lot of Filipino food and just like send me home with a pack that I could put in the in the freezer. Which is because it was just so frustrating not to be able to eat Filipino food. <laughs> so, um, yeah. but I am very thankful that you know we're starting to become uso in Melbourne. Right. Um, and you know, restaurants are popping up, and yeah, pe- more people are be- are able to try Filipino food. Wow, I mean, I I totally like, I totally resonate with you that because when I moved out a couple years ago, um, my my mom also was packing me food every day, calling me, <laughs> calling me every like Friday, go like, hey, it's uh, gonna be Saturday, okay? Can you can, can you wanna come home? Well, I'll cook you some adobo. Oh, oh yeah, my gosh, really I love weird. that. Yeah, it's, it's so Filipino. It's, it's such a Filipino mom thing to do. Yeah. Uh, my favorite is when my when my mom asks me, Kailan ka uuwe pagliluto kita? Yes, oh my, yes. Yes, yes, my mom it was even like, like she she knew I was on a diet, but, but like she would go like, you know, I just cooked some crispy pata. Oh my god! Yeah. Um. So, is with with you having difficulty finding like Filipino food in in Australia and in and in Melbourne? Um. So, is there like a big Filipino presence in Australia? Because I know, um, I'm gonna be interviewing, um, uh, mm. actually Miss Miss Australia 2019, who's gonna be on the podcast. She's half Filipino too. Um, oh wow! Yeah. Um. So I I don't know if there's a lot of Filipino presence because from what I'm seeing from the several Filipino traits, there's a mm-hmm. lot of Australians, uh, a lot of Filipino Australians there. So. Um, yeah. So I there is there are a lot of Filipinos I would say in Melbourne, um, even in regional Victoria. Because when we first moved to Victoria, we went to the regional side, which is I guess you know province, provincia, <laughs> like in the middle of nowhere. Um, and like, it's so in the middle of nowhere when I actually went to high school, I was the only Asian kid in my year level. Um, everybody else was white, um, but it, that's a story. Yeah, that's a story. But um, like when we were in regional Victoria, there was a Filipino association and they had like, you know, the fiestas and like, um, what was, um, Sinulog as well, like they do those, and um, I remember attending those when I was a teen. Um, but also, like they host like beauty pageants as well. And I actually won Miss Aust- uh, Miss Australasia, um, that was hosted by the Filipino community um, wow. at that time. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> so you're a pageant winner too. Like that's awesome. That's crazy. <laughs> it- it's the one time because my mom growing up she joined a lot of beauty pageants in the philippines um like locally and she always told me oh 
so yeah, we should have done Miss Universe or something like that. And like she would always talk, try and talk me into it. And I was just like, I like to give you a, a perception of what I am as a as like as a person. I'm like very like bookish, nerdy, and like not that extroverted. Um, but I was just like, Siginama, just once. <laughs> and so I did it. Um, and somehow won, which was a big surprise. Wow. Um, <laughs> that, that's amazing. <laughs> See, like, from, from like, seeing what, what, what Filipinos are best at, it's like singing, dancing, mm. and then pageants, and, and, and now, like, <laughs> boxing, too. It's, yeah. It's crazy how many Filipino talents are, I, are I, out there. Yeah, I always tell my friends, actually, because I do watch Miss Universe every year, that I said that the nation stops for two things, a, like a boxing match with Pacquiao and also the Miss Universe. The nation literally stops. No, no, literally, like, when whenever Pacquiao fights, the Philippines, like, crime rate, like, drops, like, really? significantly. Like, it's insane. Oh, wow. My <laughs> but <laughs> so um, I I kind of want to uh, uh, talk to you about more about your your profession. Um, you're recently graduated from law school, right? Yeah. So I did um, I did a Juris Doctor, so that's post grad law um, with Monash University here in Melbourne. Um, so I just finished it i officially finished um in december last year they released my com my completion letter finally wow, um, yeah thank you thank you but i'm still working on my practical legal training um so i understand that in the us um and also the philippines that you have to sit the bar exam hmm. in australia it's different as once you finish your um uh, once you finish law school, you actually enter what they call practical legal training. Um, and you basically do um, a mixture of modules and also like placements. And um, that's how you get admitted into practice with the Supreme Court. Um, so a bit of a difference there. Um, wow. and, yeah. So with with you, you know, starting to become you know, a lawyer, um, how how long did that take? I mean, it, it must have been very um, you know, long, long and grueling path. Um, how, how how well well first, why did you why did you pick um, you know being being in law school or, or pick this this profession? Yeah. Um, so funny, but when I was a child, because a lot of people in my in my extended family are in the medical industry, like nurses, doctors, Same. dentists. Same. <laughs> so like the the thing was like, oh, maybe you're gonna become a doctor. And I knew that I just sympathize with people so much that I probably wouldn't be able to treat them like for example take blood and whatnot right. so i i was just like is there another option and my mom was like be a lawyer oh, <laughs> well she suggested it and then like when when i started looking into like what does a lawyer do i really like uh i really enjoyed what they do so like you know defending people or advocating for people whose rights right. are being impinged um, so I, I thought, yeah, I want to be that. Um, and so I think I was 
11 when I had that fix in my head that I want to be a lawyer. Um, oh, okay. Yeah. So, you know, and even in high school, there was like legal studies was one of the options for like subjects that you could take. So I took legal studies because I was really fixed on becoming a lawyer. Um, but I, I did two bachelor's degrees first. Um, I did a double degree in commerce and international relations, and then I eventually ended up in law school. Wow. And hmm. how, how many years did that take there? Um, so my two bachelors were four years in total. Um, and because I was just like, I don't want to, because I knew my path to become a lawyer was going to be a long one. I wanted to minimize it as, as much as possible. So I even took summer classes, even though they weren't mandatory, just so I could finish quicker. Um, so I finished that in three years. Um, and then I started law school and that was another three years. Um, and now I'm doing my practical legal training, which is another degree to get admitted. And, um, yeah, so this is going to be my seventh year of tertiary education. Wow, that, I mean, kudos to you. I mean, with the amount of um, training and years of schooling, you know, and studying. Oh my gosh, I mean, kudos. It's it's amazing. Not not many people are are able to do what 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 you're doing, and it's it's especially. You know, it, it's showing, you know, the, the Filipino grit. You know, there's so yeah. many Filipinos, you know, especially coming from, like, the, the backgrounds that they do come from. They come from a third world country. They may, yeah. may not be, you know, um, uh, financially well. But, you know, going through school and they put themselves through school with, you know, grit and hard work, you know, you you can really do like amazing things and yeah for sure and i think yeah like you are correct filipinos i think um as a as a as a as people are just full of resolve and um are willing to do the hard work and um i you know thank you for the compliments but also you know i couldn't have done this without my mom because she really um um, supported me throughout this whole process like especially like with my with my schooling um when I was in my bachelor's like yeah. she paid a lot of of money of money just to send me to school because at the time we weren't citizens we were only permanent residents in Australia and you know you couldn't access the government help loans um and she really you know she worked her she worked her butt off in 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 aged care um so she's an assistant in nursing um and you know she really provided for me well yeah i mean wow that that is you know that that is a classic filipino like 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 thing you know we we, we help out our mm. our, our children you know and and, uh, and 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 our parents in return and you know that's that is amazing that your mom could, you know, be that caring and then for for her to, you know, you know help help you out with the good school. And yeah. There's, there's that there's that quote that um I I I I remember I I totally forgot who said it, but um one man's success is not just one man's success. There's plenty of people behind that one man's success, and behind 
like like you, you know, that, that's that's your parents and mm-hmm. your siblings, and that that is amazing. You know, I, I like you can do anything with your family is with you, and, and I really believe in that. Yeah, for sure. Like my mom, she's. I mean, I'm not. You know, I I I have my faults, and she has she has been patient with me, and she's still you know, still is supportive. So, you know, I'm just very thankful for that. And I think, you know, that's a good, you know, Filipino trait is you know, having that, I guess, um, dedication to continuously help and support family. Right. Um, so, you know, going back to your, your uh, profession, uh, do you know what, what you're going to be like specializing in? Yeah, um, so that's a question I get asked a lot now, especially because I'm like three, four months away from getting admitted into practice. Um, so I want to practice in criminal law and um, family law. Um, I actually have been an active um, member of this organization called the Plea Project. So it's a prison legal education and assistance project. Um, It's run by um, law students. Um, It was founded by a Monash law student at the time that um, at the time as well. Um, But we basically provide legal education for um, people who are um, in prison um, so that they could um, help themselves um, to uh, for rehabilitation and also um, to um, go through the court. um, And it's various proceedings and processes. Um, so I want to focus in an area for, um, for in criminal law that, you know, helps people um, stop, stop reoffending um, and also at the same time help people who are suffering um, domestic and family violence. So, wow, dude, mm-hmm. that is amazing. Like every time you say something, um, I'm just like amazed by like the the things you you've chosen, you know, throughout your path and then to your profession and so much thought and just like care just like went into it. Wow, that is awesome. So with with your um. Uh, with your profession being something that you you love, is there anything else that you know you you hope to do in your future besides you know beyond you know your profession or beyond my profession? Um, that's a big question. Um, I <laughs> so much pressure. Um. <laughs> No, it's okay. We're used to the pressure. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> um, let's see. Um, I definitely want, uh, I guess, to be able to help other Filipinos, especially when they're transitioning into um, living into a new country. Um, I, I that's a, an, one of the re- another reason why I um, joined Subtle Filipino Trades is to see what where where the need would be, um, but to actually put that into like a specific plan. I don't have one yet, but it would most likely be legal related. Um, and, you know, um, hopefully I will be, you know, successful in the legal path and be able to help my fellow Filipinos in um, 
you know, navigating the, the Australian legal system what, when they need it. Um, so it would probably be focused on something like that. Um, but, you know, be able to, I guess, I don't know, just like, you know, be able to make my family proud and also help them um, and be there for them when they need me. So, yeah. Oh no, that dude, that that's awesome. And I I am so sorry for like putting on the spot. Um, no, that's but, okay. Like, no, no, I I I I wanted to like kind of like poke your brain a bit about that. Um, so I I was also talking to another um lawyer that was mm-hmm. Filipino that was in Australia in trades, um, and they were advocating for immigration. Um, and they want to help fellow Filipinos. Is is that also something that you you thought of, or is something that um, that have piqued your interest? Oh, for sure. I I personally believe that immigration is integral um, in in society because we do need, um, especially Australia. Like we re- we literally are founded on um, on immigration. Mm. Um, pretty much everyone who is living here, unless they're Indigenous Australian, is is an immigrant, and um, immigrants are very valuable are very valuable people that help the economy and help society. Um, so I definitely would advocate for immigration especially for filipino people so you know if if given the opportunity to practice an immigration law as well we definitely would love to help and you know maybe even do pro bono if i can (laughs) all right and 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 lastly um what would your advice be to a filipino you know, just starting their footing in Australia. What would your advice be to to them um, going into a new country? Um, my advice would be to um, not listen to anybody who tries to put you down. You have so much resolve, grit, um, and guts to you know to make it. Um, as long as you're not harming anybody and your intentions are good just do what you're doing um and not only that um you know take advice from from people within your industry people within the community um you know i i truly believe that there are still a lot of people out there who who would want who wants to help other people um so yeah just keep believing in yourself and just keep working hard like yeah wise words uh from the very successful, very amazing uh, Filipina representing us uh, in Australia in, in the law field. Thank you so much, uh, AJ, for this interview. Um, I really appreciate it, and I really do hope that you know you crush it in um, in, in in your field and in your life. You know representing us as Filipino in Australia. Thank you so much. Thank you so much, Lendl, for having me here. Um, and also, it's so nice to hear, uh, to be described that I'm successful. What, we're not there yet, but thank you for the for the generous words. <laughs> no, 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 no. You're, you're, you're very successful, trust me. More successful than I am, trust me. 
Oh, no, no, don't say that. <laughs> All right, but thank you so much again. Thank you for your time, especially, you know, there it's, it's Australia and U.S. time. Thank you for making time for me, and I hope that you have a great night or a great day uh, there in Australia. Thank you. Mm -hmm.